0: And welcome back. I'm Bill English, the publisher here at Bible and Business. I want to thank you for joining me today. Uh, I'm starting a new video series today on chapter three in my book, A Christian Theology of Business Ownership. This chapter deals with Christian stewardship, both the biblical foundations for Christian stewardship, as well as a couple of uh, additional topics, one of which is selfish versus godly ambition and saving for the future. So this will be a seven-part series, and today we're going to start out with the first of five foundations, which is the fact that God owns everything. Now, before we get going, I just want to invite you to head over to BibleandBusiness.com and take a look at some of the articles and the podcasts, as well as some tools and surveys that we have out there for you to participate in. Also, you'll be able to download the slides for this and other videos in PDF format if you'd like to use them for your own personal study. So with that, let's go ahead and get going. Our agenda for today is very simple. We're going to do a definition of Christian stewardship, then we'll discuss uh, the first foundational uh, aspect of Christian stewardship, which is that God owns everything, and then we'll derive a couple of lessons from that as well. Here's a working definition of stewardship. Stewardship is managing well that which is owned by another to further their interests and their intents. This definition is grounded in our covenant relationship with God. We cannot divorce covenant theology from Christian stewardship. So, because God wants an intimate relationship with his people, he forms the basis of his redemptive plan on covenants. God's not interested in a transactional relationship with you or I. He wants a covenantal relationship with us. Hence, his covenant with Abraham, with David, and with us is a call to a deep and lasting relationship filled with responsibilities and love. And really, his ongoing presence and faithfulness that flows both way in that covenant relationship we demonstrate our faithfulness to Christ by persevering in the face of temptations and persecutions so when it comes to covenants and business ownership understanding that God owns everything then in our roles as owners our first responsibility is to fulfill our responsibilities to God, to be faithful to God first. And this really means stewarding well that which he owns. Now, we're going to go over some biblical passages here in just a moment about what he owns and what the Bible says about his ownership. Uh, But we have to steward well that which he owns. This means we stop thinking in American business and what I would even say legal terms about, you know, I own this, it is mine, And we start thinking in a biblical, covenantal terms, what I have is owned by God, and it needs to be used for his glory. An obvious example here of changing our thinking is to realize that our business is not our own. It really belongs to God, and it is entrustment to us from the Lord. So let's take a look at the biblical foundation that God owns everything. I'll start with Psalm 50, verses 9 through 12. God says, I have no need of a bull from your stall or of goats from your pens. For every animal of the forest is mine and the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird in the mountains and the insects in the fields are mine. If I were hungry, I wouldn't tell you. For the world is mine and all that is in it. Let's look at Psalm 24, 1. God says, or David writes this, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world, and all who live in it. God owns everything and everyone. This, these are two unmistakable passages uh, that that cannot be really uh, exegeted in any other fashion than to say that God owns everything. But there's more. Uh, you might remember in Haggai uh, chapter 2, in anticipation of the coming splendor of the rebuilt temple, God, God said, just remember, the silver is mine and the gold is mine. And really, at Mount Sinai, when he was uh, establishing Israel as a nation and giving them his law, He said, although the whole world is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. You see, because God owns everything and everyone, he could take the nation of Israel and set them apart as a unique uh, ethnic group of people who are dedicated to him. They became his people, his holy nation. And because he owns everybody and everything, he, he can do that. That's certainly within his authority and his power to do. You know, you might also recall a little bit from the Old Testament law that the land was never sold permanently. You know, there was transactions between Israelites buying and selling of land, but every 50 years, the land reverted back to the family who originally owned it. And part of the reason that the Israelites were not able to sell their land permanently was because it was ultimately owned by God. And as such, this process reminded them that they were really foreigners and strangers, even in the land which they dwelled, even in the land that was given to them by God as the, as the promised land, you might remember that. Um, the land really belonged to God, and that's why he said every 50 years it reverts back to the family who owned it. And that is recorded for us here in Leviticus 25. The land must not be sold permanently. Because the land is mine, God says, and you reside in my land as foreigners and strangers. Throughout the land that you hold as a possession. You must provide for the redemption of the land. So what does all this mean? It's really, really very simple. God owns your business, your money, your wealth, your assets, your talents, your ideas, your insights. He owns your physical body. He owns your cabin. He owns your home. He owns your cars. He owns everything. So what do we take away from today's lesson? Very simple. We own nothing. God owns everything. That is the first foundation of Christian stewardship. Now, in our next episode, we're going to look at the other side of ownership, which is entrustments. If ownership is the heads part of the coin, entrustments is the tail part. So we're going to look at entrustments next. Say, I want to thank you for joining me today. I'm Bill English, the publisher here at Bible and Business. I hope you go out and make it a great day. We'll see you uh, at our next episode on entrustments. Take care.